People of Alexandria, all hail your future rulers, Princesses Berenice, Cleopatra, and Arsinoe, and Princes Ptolemy Theos and Ptolemy Philopater, the sibling-loving gods. Pah! Berenice spat over the roar of the crowd. By Isis's ass, I'll never love those bastard boys. Berenice, hush! Cleopatra, standing on the royal platform between her two sisters, looked nervously across the cheering people on the canopic way. The vast street, the centrepiece of Alexander the Great's favoured city, ran from the temple to the sea and was wide enough to take eight carriages abreast. But today it was packed with people. Everyone had turned out for the presentation of the new royal baby and, no doubt, to make the most of the wine that would soon run from the fountains in celebration. The Alexandrians were in the mood to love their royals, but their mood could turn on a golden deban, and there was no point giving them cause for discontent. Why should I hush? Berenice demanded. You should hate those damned boys too. The eldest of the royals turned her gimlet eyes on Cleopatra. The only one of them born to King Ptolemy XII's true sister wife, Cleopatra Tryphena, Berenice had a statuesque magnificence. That was emphasised today by a clinging gold dress, the jewelled collar of the air, and a righteous fury to match. They're just babies, Cleopatra protested, looking down the platform to four-year-old Ptolemy Theos, sat stolidly in a golden chair, and baby Ptolemy Philopater, in the arms of his proud concubine mother, Nepheret, whilst Queen Tryphena glowered beyond. They're boys! Berenice spat the word onto the marble platform, where it glistened a moment, before evaporating in the ferocious sun, creeping beneath the silken canopy. Does it matter? Berenice glared at her, hawk-like beneath her royal headdress. Does it matter? What sort of fool are you? It should not matter, sister dear. It should be an irrelevance. Clearly I am the heir, and clearly I am the one most fit to rule. Right, Arsinoe? Of course, Berenice, her younger sister said sweetly. You are every inch a queen already. Berenice preened then shot Arsinoe a suspicious glance. The youngest princess, although only twelve, was already showing all the signs of a delicate beauty, as great as Jemila, her celebrated concubine mother, and all Jemila's calculated charm as well. Berenice chose to take her at her word. I am, and only need father to die to take my true place. Berenice! Ideally, before those bastard princes grow much more. Cleopatra's head was reeling at Berenice's reckless words. They were on the royal platform, before the whole of Alexandria, with their father, the king, just a few steps away. He was too busy waving to the crowd to pay any attention to his daughters, but there were others around. Pythinus, the narrow-eyed vizier, for one, and Charmian, keeper of the princesses, for another. Responsible for their day-to-day -day nurturing, she was the closest thing any of them had to a true mother, and was tender in her care, and stern in her discipline. Cleopatra glanced nervously across, but, 
Although Charmian's intense stare told her the older woman knew exactly what was being said, she was at the lowly end of the platform and could not challenge them. Not yet, at least. Why so fast, Berenice? Arsino was asking. Because, fool girl, due to a huge injustice in Egyptian law, this word, too, sizzled fat and wet onto the marble. When they reach fourteen, that mewling newborn and his podgy wretch of an older brother will stand above me in the line of rule. She gestured contemptuously to the baby, as King Ptolemy took him in his hands and raised him above his head like a trophy in a chariot race. Look at them damned people cheering that weak bundle of limbs when I am stood here in royal glory. It is surely the mind that counts in the ruler, not what's between his legs. Cleopatra frowned, considering this. She'd been raised, with her royal sisters, to prepare for rule. Accidents happen, especially in the Ptolemaic family, where people regularly met early ends, despite the best medical care in the known world, but she had not truly considered the order of precedence before. 